Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. Diane Thomas, your host. We have started our series on talking about supernatural manifestations and how they are happening around us all the time, but we aren't aware of them, and God wants us to be. Our spirit is not only aware of them, but interacting with what's going on in the solical realm, the supernatural realm, as well as the natural. And part of God's goal for each one of us on an individual basis is to become more and more aware of the spiritual realm and the supernatural realm and even more about the natural realm because his goal is to bring unity within us, spirit, soul, and body. And part of that process is he's leaving us here on this earth Have you ever wondered why he just didn't, okay, save you and then take you to be with him? There's something going on here that he wants to take advantage of. Part of that is that there are three parts here, spirit, the spiritual realm, the supernatural realm, where our soul exists, and the natural realm. And he's equipped us to deal with and and function on and in some ways have power and authority in and over each of those realms. And I think his part of his desire for us and purpose is that we learn how to exert as a spirit being power and authority over the supernatural realm and over the natural realm. Let that simmer for a while. If you need to take that to the Lord and ask him, is that part of what I'm supposed to be doing, is learning to live and move and have my being. This is what living as a spirit is, is you have power, you have authority, you have all the attributes of God. You have true love, not just feeling love, but real, capital L, love. What does that mean? What does justice mean? What does... Again, as a spirit being, as a born-again person, you now have the character of God. And it's not that you're acting as if you do. In your spirit, you do. You, You are spirit beget spirit. You are what God is in your spirit. The problem's not your spirit. The problem's your soul. Your soul wants to keep doing what it's always been doing, maintaining its control over how you get your needs met. God knows you have needs. He gave them to you. Without, if, we, if you didn't need anything, you wouldn't need God. You wouldn't need to seek him out. You wouldn't need to learn. You wouldn't need to change. So he doesn't let us be satisfied. 
Now, sometimes he does. Sometimes we need periods of rest. And sometimes there's just so much else that he's doing behind the scenes that he doesn't want to draw our attention to. So he just gives us small things to be paying attention to. But he's always working on our behalf to bring us into that reunion of spirit, soul, and body where his eternal life flows from our spirit into our soul and through our body into this world. I think that's only part of why we're still on this earth after we are born again, but I think it's a big part. He's taking full advantage of our being here on this earth because there's something about the process that changes us in our relationship with him. I think part of the results of the pro- this process of being changed by him results in gratitude and thankfulness and appreciation for God. You can't really appreciate God if you've always had him. If he's if you've never had a problem, you would not appreciate a solution. If you never had a need, you'd never appreciate having that need fulfilled. You go back to Adam and Eve. They had all their needs met. God was communing with them. They, every, absolutely every need they had was met. But they never had any appreciation for it or gratitude because they'd always lived that way. And I think that's part of why God had already planned. He knew that that was going to be the case. That they need to learn gratitude. It's something we learn through experience, through receiving healing and freedom and change and justice and all the things that are part of God's character. So it's good to have need. It's good to acknowledge, you know, Lord, I can't, I've got these things that are going on that I can't handle. Or these these flaws that I've struggled with and I can't change them. That's a great place to start. Now, a lot of times we're, we focus on things that we want to have changed when God may be working on something totally different that we may not even think is a big deal. But he has a much better idea of what's going on, of where he wants you to be, how he wants you to be reunited, spirit, soul, and body. So we can trust him. But how do we trust him? It's a learning process. It's, it's as with any other relationship. We start where we're at. You know, so many times we think, okay, faith is, you know, being willing to sell all we have and go evangelize in Africa. We have this idea about, okay, it's got to be something big and grand, when really it's just letting God be the God. Letting, trusting him that he's making the changes that need to be made 
to that need to be made in us, in you. So it's not that the end result is what's important. It's the process. And the process is going to be unique for each one of us. So let's just take a couple of moments and just, Lord, with all that being said, that we're all in this process and we all have needs, just ask that you bring to our attention, if it's your desire to, any area that you want to talk to us and bring to our attention that this is something you're working on us right now. And just let him speak to you. It's just going to be real short. So go ahead and, and whatever he said to you, just write it down. Could be real simple. Could be a word. Could be a sentence. Could be an image or a thought or a song or a scripture, anything. And then later on, take it back to him and go, Lord, what does this mean? What are you trying to draw my attention to? Now, I may have presented it that, you know, is this something the Lord wants to draw your attention to because he's changing it? But it could be a lot of times it's just his knocking. The things that are going on in your life are his knocking on your door. He's simply trying to get your attention. And because he is a kind and loving God, he does it gently and kindly and with love rather than hitting us over the head. You know, we've talked about there are three areas in our lives that God will use if he can't get our attention gently and kindly. And those are through finances, finances, health, and relationships. If you're really struggling in those areas and keep struggling, it may be that God's trying to get your attention and his Easier ways of getting your attention aren't working. You're resisting them. So it does take a couple couple thoughts on that as well. So our purpose of learning about the supernatural realm and what we're talking about now, the just the manifestations, and manifesting is simply making real where we recognize that's a thing. And it's sometimes with our natural senses, sometimes with our solical senses, sometimes just a knowing. But God wants us to, just as, just as confident as you are about what you see, you know, if you're watching TV, you recognize you're watching TV. If you're looking out your window, you recognize, okay, what's outside, that's real even though it's outside. When I'm watching TV, that's a different way it's being represented. And then if you go out and you hold a you know, blade of grass in your hand, that's a blade of grass in your hand. By experience, you've learned the difference. Even you could be looking at you know, grass on your TV and grass out your window, but then you experience it in your hand. Those are all I hate to say valid experiences, but real experiences and real ways that we can learn about grass. And so we know it's not about the grass. It's about how does God make himself known to us. 
and he makes himself known to us however way he chooses. Our focus and our emphasis is on joining him in that process, recognizing that this is something he wants us to do, knowing how our supernatural and spiritual and even more so our natural senses work is part of our purpose here on this earth, part of the projects that we're involved in. Okay, let that settle in. This is not about achieving a higher purpose or another level or a special anointing. This is for all Christians. If you've been born again, God is already manifesting to your senses what's going on in the spiritual realm, the supernatural realm, and the natural realm. Again, just as much as you have confidence in what you're seeing in the natural, he wants us to have confidence of our senses in the supernatural and spiritual as well. Most of us, when we get in our car and turn it on, pull out of our driveway or wherever you're, you're going when we're, when we're driving, it's, it's automatic. We just do it with barely thinking about it. We don't stop and think, okay, now there's, you know, this is, there's a red light, I need to start slowing down. It's second nature to us. It's become habit, out of use, because we've done it so often. There's going to be times when, they, when you have to slam on your brakes or time your timing, but that's part of the change that we, we just, okay, we've tr- learned to trust our eyes and our reflexes and coordination and time itself and our environment. But we've done it through experience, by, by reason of use. So as we look at these supernatural manifestations, recognize that they're already going on. It's the same way as like whether you're in a car or not, down at the intersection, the red the traffic light is going from red to green to amber or whatever, whether you're there or not. But we want to be aware of what's going on. We want to be aware because that's part of our becoming unified, spirit, soul, and body. And part of that learning to live as a spirit being is, scary as it may sound, learning how to exercise the power and authority that comes with being a son of God, a joint heir with Christ, a co-inheritor. We are in the kingdom now, spiritually, but we have that opportunity to bring the kingdom into our soul and into our body. And the environment, whatever circumstances you're in, that's exactly where God wants you. You don't need to be pursuing something or achieving something or looking for a new goal. Sometimes it's so hard to just rest where you're at because it seems like it's a little thing. Well, everything's little. Everything is exactly what God wants it to be. And those little changes, those little things that 
that God is doing in our lives are just as valuable as what we may think is, oh, now that person's really having an effect in this world. Actually, they're not. God is. And God is far more in love with you. He's not at all concerned about the world. He's already got that taken care of. He had it taken care of before he created it. Okay, every aspect, every moment in time he created, it's already happened as far as he's concerned. And nothing can change that. This is that weird thing about sovereignty. Well, then what do we do? The experiences we're going through are for our benefit, not for God's, not for someone else's, but because we are learning things about God to trust him, the nature of his love, you know, the way, the truth, and the life. What does that mean? How do we learn? We learn by experience. So we're talking about general, general supernatural manifestations. We start where we're at. Now, most Christians have had some kind of a supernatural experience at some point in time in their lives, whether it's at the moment of becoming born again or just experiencing his presence at a time of need or just recognizing, okay, you know, I was wondering, you know, where I lost, left something and all of a sudden realizing, okay, that's where it is and then saying, well, that's really weird. How did I know that? There's all different ways that God draws us in the direction he wants us to go. And that's, that's one of the neat things about him is he doesn't push us. He doesn't drive us. He draws us. It's the love of God that draws us, not, his, not the fear of God. Fear is so often used to get a short-term response, but it doesn't last. It doesn't change us. Fear, we, we come, we can, over time, we can accompany, uh, accommodate fear. That's why God loves, uses love. That peace, that rest that comes from being with him. But we experience it over time just as with any other relationship. If you don't spend some time with someone, you're not going to have a, a trust, trusting relationship with them. It can be very surface. You may, still may know them. But it's not going to be something where you're going to have a foundational relationship where you can rely on them. And this is what God, one of the things that God does is he draws us into learning about the supernatural. And we've talked before about how important it is to be setting aside time to be with him for certain things, setting a time just to be with him, setting a time to ask him about areas that need healing or where he wants, might want to change what your beliefs are or learning about forgiveness, different areas where he wants to speak to you or you just want to be with him. And very often it's good to label those. Okay, Lord, I'm coming before you just because I want to be with you. Then you don't need to worry about, okay, you know, did I get talk to him about the right healing that, that needs to occur? 
and and what what you'll find happening is over time you'll you'll talk less and less you'll think less and less about what was supposed to happen but because he is teaching us and training us it's the same way as when you go to you know went to school you'd have a math class you'd focus on math then you'd have an english class you'd focus on focus on english but it's all school and you'd find yourself better at some things than others you'd like the teachers in one better than another it would come more naturally in one area than another. Well, these are all things that God is bringing us through the experience. You know, we, you know, we all know the the weapons of our warfare are mighty through God. Well, most of us don't even know what those weapons are, let alone what the warfare is and what mighty is and what we're supposed to be doing with them. We may have been taught what they are, and we may have been, you know, we all go to conferences and we, you know, we read the books on, you know, spiritual warfare. Well, there's a huge difference between spiritual warfare and supernatural warfare. And we'll get this into this down the road, but there is no spiritual warfare. There's supernatural warfare and there's natural warfare. There is no spiritual warfare. There is nothing but perfect peace in the spirit. So, God, you know, God does not have any enemies. He created everything. So everything's in him and part of him. So there's nothing in him that is his enemy. There's nothing in him, nothing that he ever created that he doesn't have complete control over. From the devil to time, it's all under his control. Now, as God starts to reveal more and more things to us where we, where he starts to stretch our boundaries about what we believe, the more we have become to see that what we believe is needs to be stretched, the more easily it will stretch. So as we start looking into these supernatural manifestations and asking for them and valuing them, and taking them seriously, he will stretch us in other ways as well. You know, if if we participate in certain um, experiences that we may have always thought, okay, well, that's, you know, witchcraft, or that's Eastern mysticism. But if God is there, if God is in that manifestation where he's, bringing you healing or you know making himself known to you in a real real way and and we of course we test everything we hear and experience then the question arises okay does what i believe about mysticism is that true about witchcraft is that true we don't want to be calling something that's from god we don't want to be condemning that based on our false understanding. So part of this process will be to, as God works in, in and through you, letting go of your beliefs after testing. Now one thing to remember is that you can't protect yourself. We're all so concerned about being deceived or being hurt or you know, getting in ourselves into a situation we can't handle. 
Well, let me assure you now, you will get into situations you can't handle. God will make sure of that. If, if he didn't put you in situations you couldn't handle, you wouldn't need him. But he specifically is going to put you in situations that you can't handle. Now, why that might sound really awkward is because there's another phrase that talks about that God will never, in the scriptures, that, that God will never put us into a situation where temptation will be too great, where the temptation will, will not be something we can handle. That's totally different than a situation that we can't handle. We know how to resist temptation. We flee. We just go the other way. We resist it and say, nope. But that doesn't work in situations where he is trying to change us, where he is trying to accomplish his goals in us. We don't flee from those. We don't resist those. Instead, we embrace every opportunity, every circumstance we're in to be changed by him, to receive healing, to become more and more aware of who we are in Christ, a spirit being that has a soul and lives in a body. So when we're talking about these different categories, we're going to talk about the miracles, signs, and wonders, dreams, visions, and trances, Warfare with the demonic and witness of the spirit and receiving and responding to supernatural experiences. These are all overviews. But what I want you to do is set aside a time. Ask the Lord how much time. You can start with just asking, Lord, is this something you want me to be involved in? Is this a good time for me to learn about this from you? You're... We're going to talk about it, but God's your teacher. He's your counselor. He's your guidance counselor. He's your principal. He's your, you know, you're a hall monitor. Everything involved in your training and and change and encouragement is coming from him. We're just a tool. But ask, Lord, is this what you want me to be focusing on now? He might want to talk to you about something totally different. Go for it. Where there's no competition here. So, and but if he does say yes, this is something I want you to pay attention to. Ask him how much time and energy and effort should you be putting in on a weekly basis to developing your supernatural senses. Just ask him how much time each Lord, each week, Lord. And then he might say, okay, an hour. Okay, Lord, should that be? An hour a single day, or should it be half an hour, two days, or maybe more? It's like, okay. And this, will, this is often what happens is you'll start with, okay, a certain period of time, but then you'll find, you know, 20 minutes twice a week. And you might find yourself, okay, 20 minutes, but I just am really feeling very comfortable. I'm going to stretch this out. I'm going to make it 30 minutes. I really, you know, I'm seeing the benefit in the rest of my life where the Lord is making himself known in in areas that I knew something was going on, but now I perceive him moving in my life in this area. And so the, as we start making ourselves available to him, 
he starts making himself known. That's, again, that's all a manifestation is. Something in the supernatural that comes becomes clear enough where we recognize what it is. Through not just from you know God you know a telegraph from God or an angel coming and saying this is what this is this is what it means, but our solical senses, just as you you have natural senses you have solical senses and spiritual but your spiritual senses are already working just fine so don't worry about it. Our focus is on the sup- specifically on the supernatural, the supernatural realm, which is where your soul is resides the solical and your senses. So now there's going to be a fight because as your perception starts being tuned to reality, that which is not real is going to put up a fight. We've all learned very well how to rely on the unreal to meet our needs. But God is truth. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He is, he is real. And he wants our needs to be met really, in reality, in truth, his way, with his love, with his life, with his way of doing things that bring us into that relationship with ourselves and with him. So just really... To start out with, just ask him specifically and write it down. Maybe even get a whole other notebook for this. But this week, ask him, Lord, is this something? Because I want you to take it seriously. He does. You know, and your spirit does. Your spirit already knows all this, by the way. So if we're going at a pace that isn't fast enough for you, first you can come, you know, come to the website, buy the books, or go back to previous um Rainer's radio shows that where we've covered this previously. But also, you know, you have the teacher in you. He's living and dwelling in you right now. So you can just ask him, Lord, I'm ready for anything you want to teach me. Teach me, and I want everything you have for me. Don't let me settle for anything less than everything you have for me. So just start there, Lord. How much time each week do you want me to be spending on this? Or is this even for me at this time? You know, and don't worry about, you know, saying it right or saying it wrong. Just let him teach you because he already knows your questions and he already knows the answers. So thanks for tuning in. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainer's Radio. Until we meet again next week, have a great day. Thanks. <laughs>